beyond infinity. The Curiosity rover is uh, alive and well on Mars. It's had a few hiccups along the way, but it's been roving around at Gale Crater since 2012. And it used an amazing uh, sky crane technology, so a combination of aeroshell for braking, you know, hitting the top of the Mars atmosphere, which is very thin, flying at super high speed, mm-hmm. very inter- interplanetary uh, travel, mm-hmm. uses that ablative heat shield, uh, then pops a parachute, and then the, the really new technology and the thing that was, was so fantastic about getting Curiosity down in that seven minutes of terror, as it's, as it's called, was using this sky crane. So this uh, jet-propelled sky crane fires its jets, then releases a cable and literally lowers the completely, you know, wheels and everything are, are, are out and ready for rolling, mm-hmm. uh, lowers it down to the ground, contact sensors, sense that the rover has got four wheels on the on the dirt, cable cutters, cut the cable mm-hmm. just above the rover, the sky crane flies off and crash lands well away, so it does, they didn't want it crashing on top of the rover or any yep. disasters like that, then the rover's good to go. So instead of all the, the complexities of airbags and bouncing and, mm-hmm. and the imprecision of where you land, yep. the sky crane technology really was a game changer and allowed them to, to drop an object much heavier than anything previously landed on Mars. It's about one ton is the weight of the Curiosity rover. Mars 2020 is using that same sky crane technology, the same landing system overall, some tweaks, some better accuracy has been added to that system, but it's basically going to be the uh, the sky crane lowering down the rover and the chassis and the overall design of the rover is the same as Curiosity. So again, they're saving money on the on the entry, descent and landing technology mm-hmm. and also on the uh, the overall design of the Mars 2020 rover, which is I think it's it's there's going to be a competition to name it as there was Curiosity, but oh, yeah. at the moment it's just called Mars 2020 because that's 2020 is the, is the year that it's going to be launched. I think it's in July 2020. It's being launched on a United Launch Alliance Atlas V rocket from Cape Canaveral and expected to reach Mars in February 2021. It's going to be looking for habitability, which is something that Curiosity is also looking for. It's going to identify past environments capable of supporting microbial life. It's going to be looking for biosignatures. So it's going to be looking for past microbial life in um, habitable environments, particularly in special rocks known to preserve signs of life over time. It's going to find these rocks, hopefully, and then cache samples for a potential collection. So they're not, they actually haven't funded or even designed the mission that's going to go and pick up these canisters with rock samples in them. But that is one of the things that the next uh, rover, the big rover, Mars 2020, as it's currently known, is going to carry a bunch of little sort of caching cylinders and it's going to go around, pick up rocks, the particularly, the special ones, you know, that, that only a lab back in a, on Earth can, mm-hmm. can have the, the smarts mm-hmm. to, to identify. It'll put them in these cylinders, it'll leave them in a particular place, mm-hmm. and then potentially down the track, another probe, Missions, is gonna, yeah. another mission yet to be funded, yet to even be designed really, mm-hmm. is going to go grab these, these cylinders and take off and return them to Earth. <laughs> So that's that's the plan. Uh, is, but, it, is it all going back to a a, play, a location we've been on Mars, or is it a brand new location? No, it's a new location. Yeah. It is a new location. Um, I'm pretty sure it's called Jezero. This is the name of the crater they they're going to land in. They used um, 
you know, on the ground rover information and, and also in particular they use satellite information taken, you know, really high res photography to try to identify the types of rocks and stuff that they were most mm. interested in. And there was even talk of going back to Gusev Crater where the Spirit rover, that solar powered rover, the twin of Opportunity, where it found uh, white silica sand, it churned it up by accident with its wheel and they think that that is a sign of thermal hot spring activity in that area. Mm-hmm. So that's a place they'd like to look for microbes. Mm-hmm. But then they, they thought, well, look, we've well, already been, been there. there, we've yeah. been there, let's go somewhere new. So yeah. they are going somewhere new with this. So in addition to caching uh, rock samples in cylinders, which may or may not get collected down the track at some point, they're also going to test for oxygen production from the Martian atmosphere. And this is kind of cool because it allows them to test technologies that would very likely have to be used by any astronauts or cosmonauts or mm-hmm. taikonauts who go to Mars as colonists or as explorers. They're going to need to somehow harvest, live off the land as much as possible, mm-hmm. convert the existing atmosphere, very thin carbon dioxide atmosphere, get some oxygen out of that, which mm. they can use to breathe. So there's going to be some test technology on board. They're aiming to do it between 5 and 20 kilometers in distance covered. They are going to have better, stronger wheels, so they're not going to have the holes appearing in the wheels that Curiosity has suffered from. They're going to have a drill for coring samples from Mars, rocks and soil. Those cores are what can be put in those cylinders for later collection and return to Earth and basically help prepare for the human exploration of Mars so that's, that's the big picture. And the thing that caught my eye about this is that it's going to actually also carry a helicopter. Hmm. And this is a small little helicopter. It's really just a technology demonstration project. It's not a fully fled. It's not going to go that far. I think the maximum duration of any flight is about 90 seconds. But it is going to be carried under the belly of the rover. Mm-hmm. So it, it goes with the rover, lands, and then after a few months of the rover getting itself established and roving around a bit, it's going to lower this helicopter, then drive away, and the helicopter will be sitting there. It's, I think it's solar-powered. It's got carbon fiber blades. Mm-hmm. It's very lightweight and compact, and it's going to take off. And it has to use special blades because the atmosphere is only one one-hundredth of what it is at the, the surface pressure of Earth. So it's not pushing so, the air around. So there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing to, to bite into. Yeah. Um, I think that's the equivalent of, of trying to fly a helicopter at 100,000 feet altitude on mm. Earth. Okay. And basically helicopters can't fly that high, mm. not conventional ones. So so this has, has been designed, they've tested it in a space simulator in a vacuum chamber at JPL in California. Apparently it has passed all those tests now, so it's basically pretty much been certified to uh, to go on board, take off in July 2020. The advantage of this and where they're really excited about it is that in future missions, and this one it's really just proving the technology can mm-hmm. work, uh, but in future missions it's going to be saying, okay, well, look, instead of a rover or with a rover, but we're going to have a helicopter that can fly off and go much further, can go into difficult locations, can mm-hmm. hover inside, go inside caves, whatever. Whatever, do a whole lot of stuff that a rover can't do easily and you know have that as the kind of next generation of Mars Explorer you yeah. know we started off with satellites looking down with big lenses then we got a rover that that roved around and they've proved very successful but they move fairly slowly they're confined to fairly small locations on Mars mm-hmm. this helicopter if it all goes well will be the proof that they can really you know rely on helicopters to do things you know significant exploration yeah perhaps they can science. be scaled up so that you know future missions exactly. you know with humans, for example. Yep, yeah, indeed. There are 1,500 individual pieces.
pieces of carbon fiber, flight-grade aluminium, silicon, copper, foil, and foam that uh, have proven that they can work together as a cohesive unit. So it will be really interesting to see how this goes. It's kind of a game-changer, potentially, and a lot of people will be watching, including myself, will be watching to see those photos above. It would be pretty cool to look down from a you know a much higher resolution than they mm. can get from anything on, on high yeah. on, on orbit. Look down and see that rover below and, and just get a, a better idea of the environment that it's operating in. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.